the AFC Summer Session. Welcome back to the Triple MCG. Welcome, Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yeah, just uh, summer afternoon, we'll be doing it uh, over cr- across summer, just chatting about sport and uh, anything else that basically jumps into our head. Yeah. Uh, Matty Hayden, now you, of course, uh, are in Brisbane, you're a beautiful home. I noticed that you're not in a Brisbane studio. I mean, I don't know what sort of level you have to get to when they say, do you mm. want to do a radio show? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll put a studio in your own <laughs> That's house. That's a high level, buddy. <laughs> That's a high yeah. level. I mean, not only, the, not only the house, it's like his office. His office. Look at the pictures there in the background, just, just the books over and everything. Yeah, he just received the fruit platter. That's, that's my kids in the background. Yeah, so I whipped that up a little early, the fruit platter, and uh, straight to the uh, coffee machine. Mm. I'm looking over my pool here, which is very exciting. Wow. So why it's go so, to Stradbroke, mate? Um, just stay there. Well, it is pretty good here. Yeah, I've always been a believer that you make your vacation your vocation. There you oh, go. Nice. So maybe you go to the island, me and Squizy will come and stay at your house. house. <laughs> Well, you can do, yeah. yeah pool, jacuzzi. Go, really? <laughs> that would take it to a different level, our relationship, mate. Well, I would. we've already done movies together. Yes, that was yes, our first date. Yeah, that was. Well, yeah, we'll find we, some dates together over the next little while. Was that the one I went uh, when we went to Les Miserables and I said, is this a musical after five minutes? That one, yes. Yeah, that's exactly that's it. Right. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> plenty to talk about in the uh, <laughs> next hour. James Packer and Miranda Kerr, a lot of blacks around the country are going, What? How the hell did that happen? We'll tell you exactly how it happened uh, in about 40 minutes. This is the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. Calling all arachnophobes. Are you terrified of spiders? Yep. (laughs) Very good word, buddy. Well, it's just the word. I didn't make it up. Um, um, just take the compliment. Okay. Give yeah. me a compliment. Watch, I'll show you how to take compliment. Go. Okay. Uh, gee, it was really good how you complimented me. Thank you. Mm. See, that's it. <laughs> now, there was a time when I was a little bit shy like you, and I'd go, I know, and then they'd go, arrogant so-and-so, but I wasn't. I was just shy back. And now I just learned well, to is say... there a skill to take a compliment? Yeah, so I got taught that when I was living in England. Just, to, you know, just, be th- just say thank you. Because the person's actually taking time out of his day to give you a compliment. Right. Mm. So just say thank you, or else they're going to feel bad and never give you one again, or uh-huh. they're going to think that you're arrogant or whatever, even though you're shy. Just say thank you. That's it. Move on. Thank you, boss. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, now, a bloke has written off his car, uh, blaming a spider. Oh, that old one. <laughs> the car was total right off here. He flipped the car. Mm. The spider was inside uh, the car. This is in a, on a Sydney road. A uh, 60-year-old man who was taken to hospital, he's okay, minor cuts uh, on his on his head. Mm. It's just a phenomenal accident you, <laughs> that you see there. I don't know, if you are uh, terrified of spiders, if you were driving along and suddenly you were confronted with uh, one of the little eight-legged creatures right in front of your face, oh, would, would it do anything for you, uh, Hados? Would you be a bit nervy? Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, just eight legs all over you for a start. That's mm. not going to be good. The me and eyes. Well, there are some scenarios, but let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on fire today, buddy. Put him out. Put you're him out. I'm on fire today, eh? Yeah, no, I haven't had a spider crawl. I've had I bees and wasps, that sort of stuff, fly in as you're you know, putting the window down. But yeah. I genuinely reckon that you've got a cause to to claim unlucky if you've got a spider on your lap when you're driving. Yeah, because my, my wife is absolutely paranoid about that. When she parks the car, the, every window has to be up, uh, up. just in case just in there's case. a spider yeah, in the car. It's you know, her, her worst fear. Uh, what about you? Any other things, creatures you found in oh, your that's car? Some weird, yeah, that's a couple of weird things in my car. We mm. had an old VW in the farm, and um, the front seat used to fold down. We had this little potty calf that we were hand-raising because the <laughs> mum had perished. And it used to hop in the back of the car with our old lab, Fido. And um, used to just think that's just how it was until it got a bit too big. And then all of a sudden, the hooves wouldn't get in there. <laughs> the skull dragging through both sides of the door. I love it. Did the car, did it go inside as well, well the it, house? It, it properly sat there as a small little animal. It just sat there. Oh. 
looking exactly like the other dog. It's <laughs> the cutest thing I've ever heard. I love it. Uh, Marcus has called one triple three five three. Good day, Marcus. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we going? Good, thanks, Marcus. Very well. What have you had in the car? That's all right. Well, even though I'm a Jim's own franchisee, I've been lucky to only have um, small sort of garden variety spiders in the car, so I've been lucky. But um, before I got into Jim's mowing, I was a manager of a Sydney RSL club, and I had a mate I worked with who was, pardon me, arachnophobic. Yeah. Anyway, on his way to work in a soft top four wheel drive, as mm. you can imagine, plenty of little hidey holes for things to get in. Yeah. Um, he's two-thirds of the way to work when a huntsman, a large huntsman, yep. has scurried across the uh, soft top above oh, his head. No. <laughs> he's noticed it, promptly gone probably from left to right across the road without stacking, of course, <laughs> yeah. um, managed to make his way to work, and this is where I found out about the story. He races in, grabs a can of mortine, races out, and refuses to come back inside until he'd unloaded the entire can of mortine <laughs> into his car <laughs> to get rid of it. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, they will do that. All yeah. right, one triple three five three. Thanks, Marcus. One triple three five three. It doesn't necessarily have to be a spider. No, it can While be we go like down a, that path, yeah. what have you had in your car? What have you found that alive, right? Living Me? in your car. Living in your car. Nothing. I was going to mess around and say you can be a hippopotamus or elephant. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's been living in your car? Could be spider. Could be whatever. It could yeah. be a small lamb, was it? No, a cow. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, five, three. This is the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squires with you. Spiders in the car. It caused one accident in mm. Sydney. A driver flipping the car after uh, finding the spider. Mm. was roaming around inside in front of his uh, line of vision. Uh, he got a little bit on the scared side. Craig has called one triple three five three. G'day, Craig. Craig. How you going, guys? Good. Good. What was living in the, in the car? Uh, yeah, it had a mouse running rampant in the car <laughs> on one occasion. <laughs> you know, like a mouse on its own isn't a big deal, but, you know, man, nothing. The partner at the time on the way to the tip, we lived in a rural environment. Yeah. We're driving on this, you know, pretty hairy stretch of road, and next thing this mouse starts running around the windowsills and across the dashboard. <laughs> Did she know, freak she, out, Craig? No, she was freaking out. I was just trying to concentrate on the road. But what had happened, it, it found its way into the garbage in the boot and then found its way into the car. Yeah. I was going to say, your car then, uh, do you, were you clean, keeping it very clean, Craig? Uh, yeah, apart from the food area. Yeah, right, it's immaculate, okay. as you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, home for mouse. <laughs> Steve, oh, good day, Steve. Yeah, good day, guys. Uh, oh, I had uh, found maggots living in the back seat of my car. <laughs> oh, Real quickly, <laughs> we were on a fishing expedition. My brother and I had a pack of pilchards in the rear floor well oh, and no. ran, off, ran off the road for uh, reasons I can't go into on the radio, but we ran off the road when we got, got the car towed back to our caravan and a week later decided we better get into it and try and fix the car and uh. found the maggots in the back uh, eating through the pilchards. <laughs> so we must have had a fly left in the car somewhere that's taken to the um, taken to the pilchards. And needless to say, we never got the smell out of the car. There you go. <laughs> no, no, so pun, no pun intended. No. Like, what a wonderful sure, yeah. can of worms you've opened. Yeah. <laughs> Did you sell the car? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it was like that car in Seinfeld. They couldn't, it couldn't sell it. That's right. Mm. Usually the oil yeah. goes with the big. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, g'day. Hey, I've got to say, loving the show so far. Oh, thanks, thanks mate. Much appreciated. What was in the car? Thanks, Bosley. Oh, mate, uh, it wasn't me. It was my missus mum driving along. Can't really remember the story properly. She can't, but all she tells me is she was driving along, saw a huntsman on the dash. Mm. Next thing you know, she was standing on the footpath watching her car drive past herself <laughs> into a fence. 
She reckons she got out about 40 k's an hour. Oh, gosh. Oh, see so how this happens. Yeah, oh. absolutely. That is so good. I would I would struggle with a mouse. Uh, they're the a only mouse? thing. Yeah. I don't care about spiders, snakes, but mice. Oh, big hairy spider? <laughs> Tarantula type? Yeah. Imagine no, a snake, how terrifying oh, that would be. that would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah. What about um, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Remember the opening scene? Remember when he went through the, and all those that type of tarantula type spider? No? Uh, yeah. Well, look, look, I wouldn't be happy, but you know, yeah, I'd probably yeah. still be able to steer. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, good day. <laughs> Hi, I think I can beat all of those stories. Come on, Sarah. Go hard. We had a land crew, the four-wheel drive, Mm -hmm. and started up one morning. Mum checked it out. She thought, this isn't right. And it turned out there was a possum under the bonnet. (laughs) So she rang up the catcher to come and get this possum. He said, oh, just be careful, because quite often they cohabitate with tiger snakes. Really? Turns out not only was there a possum under the bonnet, there was a tiger snake wrapped up around the base of the pedal. Oh, oh, basically, you is, had a wildlife zoo. Double, you could just driven one. around and charged money. Yeah, that charged is number mission. one. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, it cost a bit for the snake catcher to come out and get rid of that as well, but it was cost a bit out of our hair. Well, that's great, That is number one story. She's no, right. Maybe she Kyle, right. Maybe Kyle can beat you. Hey, Kyle. Yeah, g'day, boys. What'd you find? It's a spider, but it had a little bit of a twist to it than everyone else. Um my sister had a spider in the car, so as you can imagine, pulled over, jumped out and screamed her head off and danced around like a fool. Mm. And some romantic guy, I guess, came to her rescue and after half an hour of being scared of himself, yeah. got it out of the car yeah. and a year later they're married. And now six <laughs> years later, they've had three kids and they're still going strong. Oh, that yeah. is very, very good. What are the name of the kids, Skull? Spider? <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. Every year at the anniversary, pin another spider yes. in the book. Beautiful. You Thank you, Carl, for ending that on a romantic note. This is the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden and Tony Squires with you. Uh, shortly, mm. we'll get to the cricket uh, once more. Matty Hayden's take mm. on what is going to happen in Adelaide. But next, yep. James Packer and Miranda Kerr. How could it possibly happen? And now for another masterclass in dating, tweeted from West Indian cricketer Chris Gale, as read by Mark Bosnich. Dear girls, if a guy pauses a video game to text you, marry him. This is Mark Bosnich. Goodbye. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden and Tony Squires with you. All right, well, look, we all know about uh, punching above your weight. That's very famous, punching above your weight. Mm. So lots of sports people, I hate us, who, uh, you know, their partners seem far more attractive than them physically. I uh, see a lot. Look, and nothing wrong with jockeys, obviously, but you, you see the uh, the women that jockeys are with sometimes. Well, how the hell did that happen? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Because the front page is... Yeah. Is that what it is, you see? Wow. Across our front pages uh, around the nation today, uh, Packer, it says P-A-C-K-E-R-R, the news that James Packer... Uh, and Miranda Kerr are an item. Now, they haven't announced it officially. Well, they both, of course, uh, have relationships that have just sadly come to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we hear that they are together. Now, look, I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just going to say this. How the hell... I'm not saying anything, but I'm just going to say this. <laughs> yeah, that's marvellous. How the hell... When you look at the picture of the two of them together on whatever newspaper you're looking at, whatever newspaper's in front of you, have a, just have a squiz. Have a look at him. Yep, no justice. I'll say. Have a look at her, and then wonder how did that happen? Was it? Is I mean, we talk about the beer goggles. Is there a thing called cash goggles? 
Is no. that what's going on? Well, look, there is a thing called that, but I don't think it is in this case. You mentioned a couple things there which struck out in my mind. Everyone mm. can have their opinion. Number yes. one, yeah. we haven't heard from either of them, so we shouldn't really, we're only speculating. Number two, yes. they've both just broke up from marriages. Now, I broke up from marriage twice. And you I think very, this is a rebound romance. You are very vulnerable straight after. And if you find somebody else who's in exactly the same situation and you can empathise, you'll be amazed how, how you can strike up a relationship. Wow. You're saying that you're, you're, you're putting James Packer, who owns, or like he earns something about eleventy yeah, million dollars a week. If, if you go into that, like if you go into a relationship thinking that automatically, then it is wrong. I don't think it is. She, Miranda Kerr's got her own money, hasn't she? Oh, she does. And look, and can yeah, I just say, I, I have, I, I know uh, Miranda's father, John, and I yeah, grew up together side by I mean. side so in Canada. So I don't and, think it would make a difference to her. I mean, you know, she. No, no. But my question is, you know, they're both very vulnerable. They mix in the same circle. Does money yeah. though? It seems the obvious thing. Does money, and doesn't matter whether it's the male or the female has the money, does well, money... What's the age difference as well? Uh, well, it wouldn't be that many years. That's not a, not a good on. subject for me. My wife, me <laughs> My wife's 18 years younger than me. Just going to uh, move on to the next question twice if <laughs> <Yes>. it means <laughs> you. <laughs> but does... I guess the question is, is money, and it's the old, age-old question, mm-hmm. uh, does that money just, and perhaps it's power that goes with it, does it make somebody who is physically doesn't seem to be that attractive, does it make them more attractive? Hey, Ross, mm. what are your thoughts? Well, I don't know. You see, money is only the object of a personality that's successful, that's ah. maybe a little intimidating, but ah. has got this kind of drive and energy behind them, and I think that's maybe, you know, there's a connection there for certain. Yeah, okay. um, That's my thoughts. That, that, actually, that actually makes some sense, because I, I said to my wife, Kate, how can this actually happen? Uh, uh, how can you, know, you mm. don't find him attractive, do you? She said, well, he's obviously, to be who he is, to be successful who he is, he's obviously mm. going to have some charisma and he's going to have some power. So she doesn't, you know, therefore... Yeah, different strokes for different folks. I, I think what you've just said, does money or, or, or that come into it? Or, like I said, there's always exceptions. And I think it does for a lot of people, but for other people it doesn't. I don't think it does in mm. this case. I think if you've got two individuals who are having the same experience, have just broken up and are mixing the same circles and can empathise with each other and obviously, you know, have been drawn to each other because, you know, they've both got excuses not to be with each other. You can look at it from the obvious perspective or the unobvious. You know, mine is the unobvious to say, well, look, you know, either of them could pretty much have anyone. He's 46, uh, she's 30. Could they have anyone, you think? Pretty much. I said pretty much. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you know, what we're talking about this today, mm. I actually said, look, I wasn't 100% certain. I just mentioned about the obvious and the unobvious. So, hey, Dos, Squizzy, mm. I actually went down on the street before we started today to do a little experiment with some ladies I walked up to. What what sort of experiment? Well, just have a listen. I've actually took, taken a picture of you when you weren't expecting it, Squizzy. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> a photograph of me. A photograph of you. You've taken onto the streets. And I've taken onto the streets of Sydney and just asked everybody, um, well, not everybody, I just asked a few girls their opinion of you of the picture and then to ask him straight after that basically you've come into some money so let's hear what they've got to say I can ask you a quick question is this man attractive um uh, yeah I guess so well last night he's come into an absolute fortune he's now a multi-billionaire how does he look now oh I mean well that's a different story then <laughs> uh yeah I could say he's quite attractive is this man attractive bit older than I would normally find attractive, but not, not bad. Overnight he's become a multi-billionaire. Now I'm going to ask the same question again. I do like older men. <laughs> is this man attractive? Yeah, he's got a cute smile. He's just come into a billion dollars. Even better. <laughs> not really my type. At a little bit older that I would go for, but yeah, not yeah. He's not unattractive. He's a multi-billionaire. Mhm. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> there you go. What do you mean they're not unattractive? Uh, no, the, the third one. Yeah. The third one said that you were attractive, full stop. Yeah. And then none of them said that you were not attractive. But when you added that on top, I think it came back to what Haydos said before. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you had the, the, for, for the majority of them, you have to say the four of them, so yeah. you'd say more than 75%, so three of them, yeah. turn around and said yes. And then when they heard about your success as well. Yeah. And I don't think my, they, my, my hypothetical imaginative no, but no, I don't think that's just I don't <laughs> think that's just them thinking, oh, multi billions. I don't think it would matter if you said it was multi millions. The fact that what Hado said before, the drive Right, you know okay. the energy. What what I heard was that the jury was out before the cash came in, yeah. and then as soon as the cash came in, mate, you're an absolute rock star, with, and they no, just wanted with, they wanted you. That's what yeah, I heard. Not with one of them. Yeah. Hey, hey Boz, can you take my photograph and my imaginary cash? Yeah. Show it to Miranda Kerr and see. How <laughs> The KFC Summer Session. It's KFC Summer Session with Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squires. The second test in Adelaide uh, starts on Thursday. As we told you at the top of the show, there was a brief scare in the Australian camp with Michael Clark, uh, who apparently turned an ankle during some training drills. In the warm-up. Yeah, this afternoon. But he did manage to finish a, a net session, so uh, looks all good to go on Thursday. All right, there's a couple of issues here. Did Hados, after what happened in Brisbane with the psychological edge that Australia has the intimidation factor that went on there with Mitch Johnson's bowling so fast and uh, mm. almost body line really wasn't it? It was yeah, sensational. It was aggressive stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it would be so great if we were going straight from Brisbane. Uh, Perth. Hello, Perth. Mm. Yeah, wouldn't it? it? <laughs> yeah, it would. It'd be great just to stick it up them again. It's that, it's that fast and nasty conditions which they're just not used to at all. So they get on those two unique venues across the world. They never see. It's hard to prepare there as well. Mm. I mean, they've been out, you know chewing on the bushflies out in Alice Springs for the last five or six days. So, you know, come into this venue a little bit in Adelaide, a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more in their conditions as well. They're often spin bowling conditions, so Graham Swan will come into his own. Mm. Um, So we really need a big performance from Lions. I think they've got to play the same side. Uh, there'll be some some concerns over their bowl, Australia's bowling lineup remaining on the park, but I think it's worth just putting it all on the line, not sort of holding back at this stage, and then going into Perth with some some fresh legs potentially, and 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 an opportunity to really get three nil up. And hey, would the Adelaide Oval be the most similar wicket that they would be used to playing in England, or not, or Sydney um, or Melbourne? Mate, I, th- I think I think their Adelaide and Sydney Bozza, mm. I reckon, are probably the most um, conducive to their home conditions. Mm-hmm. So they will feel a lot more um, comfortable, comfortable in those there. conditions. Yeah. Mm. But do we know? I mean, it's a drop-in pitch in Adelaide. We uh, don't uh, really. Uh, yeah, it's a no, different really. to what we've seen so far I in mean, Shield games. You'd have to say that it's probably going to be like the MCG's drop-in wicket, which yeah. means it's a pretty good wicket. Mm. It's it's um. Hard to score runs on, but if you bat time um, and you put in the time, you will get a big score. But it's it's the great thing about the venues, say Brisbane and Perth, is that it, it really brings in fast bowlers. And yeah. I think Test cricket is a much better game and product for for us as punters when you've got genuine fast bowlers running in. Oh. 100%. And uh, sniffing the leather of our, of any batsman. Mm. Yeah, well, absolutely right. Even though you being an opening bowler, there would have been surely moments batsman. where you thought, gee, I don't actually like fast bowlers at yeah. all. Batsman couldn't really bowl that much. Was he? <laughs> yeah, batsman. But, uh, I did try my best. I, I got white line fever. Boz, did you ever get the white line fever when you crossed over and start thinking that you were probably a bit tougher than you were oh, on the footy park? or hundred percent, all the time, buddy. Full, I was bulletproof. <laughs> did Still you still really? do? Yeah, until you get knocked down, and you realise, oh, maybe not. Did you talk a good game from back there at goalkeeper? 
Oh, you had to. <laughs> Funny enough, you had to. Yeah. Funny How enough, much did they blow up? Well, you had to. That was actually part of your job because you can see the whole pitch. You got the best view on the pitch because but, you're behind everyone. But you actually had to. That was actually part of your job because a lot and a lot of defenders relied on that because yep. a lot of them were very very nervous obviously so all of them relied on it so they didn't have to turn and look so much that so you could just turn around and go a bit to your left bit to, and you'd be amazed especially when there's big crowds yeah. how a little shout of time or a man on or you can turn can make it's a difference between making somebody look like an idiot or making them look really really good and they well, really appreciate that was it I've never seen a, go- a goalie have a little shout before I mean you guys are the oh. most animated well, one difference, on yeah, I hear what you're saying. One difference, I do. If I if I made a very good save, yeah, yeah I wouldn't get up and start remonstrating. I think that's a that was a sign of yeah. not insecurity, but it was like, oh, look at me. I would just get up and sort of think, just like the compliment, you know, yeah. you know, when you say take, thank just you, take, you, just say take, take you. the compliment. Yeah. Simple as that. Hey, but Boz, I'm just trying to remember now, I'm trying to picture you when you were playing. Were yes. you the kind of goalkeeper who would put your your, your socks up over the knees? No, or were they under unless the it knees? was absolutely freezing cold? Then you go stocking. Then I stocking. might. No, I would pull it up as close. I would wear those undergarments. Mm-hmm. And try to cover like it as most. Yeah, stuff. try to cover as most. But no, not really. Around, were you tough though? Were you, were you tough if you had them down by your ankles? You couldn't. That's the thing. I, I must admit something. I haven't said this. There was a rule that came in from FIFA. I don't know exactly when it was. So somebody will know when it is that every player had to wear shin pads. But really? I never wore shin pads when I played. So I'd go in the tunnel, and you had the the assistant referees called. Now the linesman come with his flag and hit everyone's shins, huh. and I had my shin pads. And as soon as I go in the goal, I'll take, take them, them off. off because I never trained in them. So That's I wasn't hard. one to want to train in them. So, well, this so if one. somebody came at you studs up and got you in the but ankle, you would be well. It forces you to, it forces you to go Mark, uh, face Mitch. face first, Tony. Swires, <laughs> All right. Kevin Peterson, according to Jeff Jeff Boycott. Let's get back to the cricket just quickly. Mm. Uh, according to Boycott, must get uh, this is his column today. Must stop giving away his wicket. He's by far our best batsman, and there's some co- concern haters about how well he'll go in Adelaide. Mm. Twice he got himself out. Most of the time, the opposition is not good enough to get him out. He's that good. That is wait for him to self destruct. It's not lack of ability. It is lack of brains. Don't you love it when your own media? <laughs> when your own media. <laughs> Quick do they turn the bombs? It's just gold, isn't it? Just a little match amongst the haystack and whooshka, up she goes. And Jeff Boycott, he's the man to bring all that on as well. Oh, he is. Nathan Lyon will play there. Obviously, he's, as you say, will be key. Will will there be any thought to playing Faulkner as an all-rounder? I don't think so, mate. I think they've just got to go on with the same bowling attack. They they bowl beautifully in partnerships. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to see a a little bit more from our top order. I think we're a bit light on, especially in the first inning. Naturally, we'd let a lot yeah. of the tails sort of do the work so and Adelaide is traditionally a much better place to bat first mm. so they won't be able to have the luxury of a, a gab of wicket where it bats well both first and second innings so mm. yep. got a lift there but it's looking pretty good I reckon with the same back side back to the toss Hado oh. you're Alistair yeah. Cook or Michael Clark. you win the toss and yeah well oh, you definitely bat mate definitely in test bat. cricket unless it's an absolute minefield you're batting can't wait till Thursday. Yeah, bring it on. It'll this be great, is, won't it? This is the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. Yeah, you've got uh, Mark Bosnich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squires with you. We are going to come back very shortly, wrap it all up uh, with an insight into Mark Bosnich and his relationship. It's called Relationship Status. My relationship with who? <laughs> with, with your missus. Oh, okay. Right, Marvellous. You, you've really got to start coming to the meetings. That's now for another masterclass in dating, tweeted from West Indian cricketer Chris Gale, as read by Mark Bosnich. Good girls are bad girls that never get caught. This is Mark Bosnich signing off. Thank you. 
The KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosrich, Matty Hayden, Tony Squire. Sadly, our time together for our first uh, summer afternoon is just mm. about done. Before we well, go, though, I think many people uh, around the country are just fascinated by you, uh, Bozza. Oh, cheers, Wazzy. Mm. Uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> Take a compliment. That's good. That's thing, yeah. And one of those things, one of those elements, I suppose, is, is relationships. Oh, now, uh, for those that don't know, you, of course, have a, a beautiful daughter. Yes. Uh, with Allegra. your partner, Sarah. Sarah, that's right. Okay. Mm. Now, look, uh, it's just a movable feast relationships, aren't mm-hmm. they? And I think just to get an insight into into you and your relationship, uh, over the coming weeks, if you could just give us a kind of, uh, I don't know, relationship update, whether it's daily so or like a couple of days. like an update score out of 10 or something Yeah, like just see how, how you're travelling because, right. you know, you're, you're quite volatile as a human being. Very. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I'm just interested and in, it's a caring, sharing kind of way. So where are you at? Uh, today, mm-hmm. right now? Yeah. I'd say about a three and a half to four out of ten. Mm-hmm. Three and a half to four yeah. out of ten, that's not so good. And that's not so good, no, because on Saturday when we uh, when we done the show here, the Ryan Gurdler oh, um, yes. and yourself a few and, good sportsmen a few good sportsmen show mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to say the offload but that was the old show mm-hmm. um, you two found it uh, in your wisdom to say well Mark you know, isn't it time that you started thinking about Marriage. getting married yeah. um, so I, I said yeah I understand I said maybe uh, not next year but that's coming up the year after then so when I got home that night, I was had to do Fox Sports, the A-League and the Premier League and so forth. Yeah. Uh, Sarah and her mother were there and, and then Sarah's sister. Mm. And they asked me, how was the radio today? And they all sm- had a smile on their face. So I went in doubt. You always tell the truth, you know, mm-hmm. real truth to real power. Yeah. So I said, well, it was really good. And actually, we spoke about you for a good time. And um, and I actually said, you know, because, you know, I said everything goes well next year. The following year, we'll probably get married. So I think that rating on Saturday night stroke Sunday... Was, was up to about nine. What, now, did this you tell morning, the, wait a second. Did you tell the entire truth that the reason we got to that was because you were saying the decision about whether you would ask to get married is all yours and I, it doesn't really need any discussion from Sarah at all? Well, She's no, it needs discussion. Subs- she can prompt, but the decision is mine. That's okay. my belief. She knows that. Now, right. what happened this morning was, that, yeah, yeah, what happened this morning was <laughs> the baby woke up. Yeah, I had a long weekend of work and yeah. the baby woke up very early, say about uh, six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And um, came into the bedroom, which is fine, no problem. And uh, we both woke up and and Sarah took the changer and then I sort of stayed up with the baby and Sarah went back to bed. And all I just turned around to say to her was Mm. around about 7.38 when I was starting my tap-out workout. Yes. Was that? Listen, uh, I just said, "Listen, babe." I said, oh, "You know, I know I love you." Do you use babe? Is that the, yeah, that's the word? yeah, that's okay. it. You know, I love you, and so forth. And she always says, "When I start start that way, she knows I'm going to hammer her." Yeah. I said, "But when I'm working hard, as I am going to be now, especially after a hard weekend, mm. when the baby wakes up, you have to wake up with her. You can't go back to bed." I said, "Because Ooh. yeah." So for the next, literally, I would say 15 to 30 minutes, I copped it. Mm. I copped it to the extent that it was like, I come out of my classic, which I've told you before, Squizy, mm. off air, what, mm. I, what I say when I'm really under pressure. Yeah. Look, forget about cigars, forget about uh, anything else, but stress is the biggest killer, you know, and mm. that didn't stop her. Right, okay. There are some schools of thought that would say that perhaps you deserve to get uh, in trouble for well, that kind of Well, I'd remark. like to hear that, but I just sort of thought that I was just trying to be sort of, you know, frank and honest rather than sort of, you know, sort of hint about about it. I was just trying to be sort of upfront to say, look, it'd be oh, real right. help, you know, especially after I've worked very hard over the weekend and now I'm starting All right, the KSC well, summer session. What's going to have to happen yeah. over the next few days is we're going to have to do this earlier in the day yeah. so that the, the good people who are listening will be able to help you uh, any, get through any this, of these issues because yeah. I'm sure and, and there's a lot of I think they advice. should be aware of my past record. I have had two marriages and two divorces. So you don't so want to get this wrong. I don't want to get this one no. wrong because no. if I do, I've been told by my parents I'll be out of the will. If you, what, if you... If I have one more marriage and one more divorce, ciao. Wow, why did we start this now? Okay, <laughs> come armed with that conversation tomorrow. This is very serious, people. People <laughs> might think I'm messing around. I'm very serious. Uh, KFC Summer Session, uh, day one. We'll catch up again tomorrow. See you soon. The KFC Summer Session.